0: Welcome back to Pierce Mind Podcast. Um, very excited to have you here today. Uh, before we get started, please go ahead and take a moment to subscribe, like, and share uh, this podcast so you get all you can get out of it, and we can let other people know we're out here. Um, t- this is a very different episode than I thought I was going to be talking about today. That is for sure um i thought today we'd be talking about disappointment and frustration some more but i think really we have to talk about is celebration and gratitude first and foremost i want to let you all know what's going on so friday morning uh we will be having surgery to remove my gallbladder which generally is a simple surgery but due to the circumstances with my weight and my liver being as bad as it is, the risks go up quite a bit. If there were to accidentally nick my liver, I could bleed out. Um, there's a lot of chances for decompensation and obviously that would be a bad day to go for to go to like, you know, stage one, two, three, four of decomp. And then there's also uh, several other things that can get messed up with this surgery, with my situation. The doctor seems very confident that she can mitigate these concerns and that this will be an okay thing. I'll spend the night in the hospital Friday, and then Kim and I will drive home Saturday. That's right, I said Kim and I, because thanks to some very amazing people, we will be together. I will have support for that. Um, I sometimes forget how many people I have out there that care for me and that I am worth loving and that I have value in people's lives. Um, throughout this whole process, I've had people, you know, doing things for me to make my days brighter, uh, sending little gifts, little trinkets, uh, notes that have brightened my day at times, that have really filled my heart with happiness at times. But today, um, I'm going to keep their name private. But some people's, some people's in this world um, really came through for us and is making it possible for Kim and I to be together uh, for my surgery. Which I am, to you know who you are, I am forever grateful and in your debts for this generous, just generosity, and the fact that I was so terrified to be by myself for this surgery, and now I don't have to be, that I'll have the person I love most beside me because you opened up your heart and really just blessed us, and I am forever grateful, and I'll just leave it at that, but today's been a blessed day. So Saturday, we will drive home, and when we go home, honestly, I didn't know where we were going to go. We had been turned down by both PHP's in Ohio because I was too fat, and then we were... um kind of told we could go to chicago which was didn't make a lot of sense for what the current place of matt said their their need are wonderful for me because of my needs um but they wouldn't have me here anymore even though here made the most sense and it filled all their desires um basically they said if i wasn't going to relocate here because of my health If I wasn't going to relocate here so I would have somebody like Kim with me to support me, then they won't have me. And I had really started a day off in kind of a slumpy situation. And then I, so I get what's called independent afternoons. And honestly, when that time came around at 3.30, I came home and I came home. I came upstairs and went to bed because I was defeated. I was stressed. I had no idea of direction for where I was going forward and what that was even going to look like. Uh, I slept through afternoon snack. And when they finally woke me up for dinner, I had some messages on my phone. One was saying some good news. And then I had some good news. Also was an email from this place in Utah that was kind of like our next best option because we wouldn't have to pay for housing and we'd be close to family and I'd have a ton of support. And Kim would have a ton of support because she could come with me and we could get Trevor moved home. Well, we got the acceptance today that I will be going to a place in Utah. Again, I got to keep it kind of under wraps of where that is out of respect for their rules and their expectations for me but we will be very close to home and i'm excited about that i'm excited obviously to get kim and trevor back to utah i think it's a place we all want to spend forever um but if you've seen the cost of living in utah it is ridiculous so what started off as a real shitty day Has honestly turned into just a, I mean, blessing after blessing after blessing, or I don't know if that's the right thing to call it because I'm not super religious, but I don't know what else to call it. I am excited. Um, for the opportunity to get this surgery and to go home to utah to finish my treatment and then obviously to go to um continue my work on my health journey and trying to save my life uh i'm not still not super optimistic about what that looks like um because of the weight loss component and needing the weight loss surgery um but we'll we'll dig more in that when we get to utah i guess also i'm very scared about this surgery friday there's a ton of risk um but i don't have a choice but to do that risk even if it means i have to go that it might send me in a decompensation really that's not an option for me not to have that surgery because if I, at my size and with my liver disease, if it turns into pancreatitis, they told me that I would be dead because there's no cure for the pancreatitis and once somebody on my size goes on a ventilator, it's basically over, so. I'm scared, but I'm a lot less scared knowing that Kim will be there because waking up alone, in a place that isn't home by any means. Uh, it's not Lima, which we've called home for the last couple of years. It wouldn't have been of Ohio. I mean, it wouldn't have been Utah, which I called it home for so many years. And Kim, that's the only home she knew outside of us moving to Lima. Uh, so waking up in a foreign state without the most important person to comfort me or anyone at all to comfort me. Uh, was it would have been very scary, so now it's less scary, but um, you know, just trying to manage the nerves, having a hard time with the idea of sleep right now, even though it's supposed to be uh, bedtime, but you know, whatever, life goes on. Woke up this morning, it's funny, let's talk about the bad news. We woke up this morning, and I have my first, we have a family session at nine o'clock this morning. And, you know, they brought uh, the director of clinicians here uh, up. And, that, you know, I thought that was actually going to be somewhat of a good sign because I had sent out my, you know, kind of my last gasp for hope. Um, but didn't know that it didn't think it was going to get accepted. But when I t- was told that they were going to be in the meeting, I had some more hope. And really, they just brought her up to reaffirm that they weren't going to keep me, that my Hail Mary had failed. Um, It seemed like a whole lot of, uh, you know, pomp and circumstance just for them to tell me no again, where my therapist could have simply... um, Conveyed that to me and I would have been in the same place I was after the whole like, oh Or do you just think we're doing what's best for you? And even though We know you can't go to ohio. We still think you know going to Utah or chicago is better than here where you already have a treatment team and you already have The things in place to help you We just don't want to put up with your fat ass anymore So that started my day pretty rough and I was honestly you know, I could tell Kim was pretty deflated as well, and you know, like I said, I just started off rough, and it just oh, the the neg like the not only the negativity, but just the high stress and anxiety I was feeling today. I had two panic attacks before lunch. I was not sure how the next couple of days were going to go, and how I was supposed to get through without losing my mind. And then, uh, you know. I once had somebody say that um, I'm almost too lucky I I always you know I could fall into shit and come up smelling like rainbows and sunshine and that hit me today I was thinking about that and I listen I've been very fortunate in my life that a lot of people have helped me uh, in times of need but I also believe that I give that back Kevin and I try to do as much for others as we can when we're in those situations so we can do that. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's really so much that I that happens. It just, I feel like when you put good into the world. Which we can all admit that I haven't done all the time, especially way before I met Kim and back when I was married to my first wife, I put a lot of negativity in the world. You've heard me say it on this show that I think a lot of what I'm going through is uh karma for what I put out you know what I put out into the world when I was younger. But the fact is like turns out people change people mature and I feel like I have matured and I have grown. And I have become a person who follows in his mother's footsteps and who wants to help people when they can and tries to help people when they can. Um, sometimes, you know, it doesn't always work out in the most positive ways. Um, but right now, like, I am appreciative that I, you know, was raised by a good woman who taught me those things too and showed me that, you know, sometimes you got to – uh help others when maybe you're not even in the best place to help because That's just what this world should be. We should all be helping each other out and the fact that You know, i've been so fortunate that i'm getting some of that back is It's humbling. It really is humbling, but it also reminds me That you definitely get into life what you put out and I'm not perfect. I'm not gonna sit here and claim to be awesome and perfect all the time and not an asshole sometimes. But at the end of the day, if I see somebody struggling and I can help them, I'm going to help them. And so I'm humbled and thankful that I was put in that position and that other people have found it in their hearts to help us when we're in these positions. So I don't know. Don't mean to get on my soapbox. It's just I, I don't know I'm just super excited and happy and I feel very loved today uh, I've got to talk to my mom for a minute and told her about the surgery um, <laughs> Obviously I think she's more nervous than she's showing But I'm also very glad that I have her to call when I'm scared or when something's going on uh, Someday I'm going to talk her into moving in with us so I can just help take care of her um. Don't tell her I said that, but it is my evil plan. I'm going to win the lottery and going to either tell my mom she can live with us or I'll just buy her house wherever she wants. But I definitely want to make sure that I do the best to take care of my mama because for all the struggles and frustrations and anger and hurt that um we've had. Throughout our, my life, I know that no one really maybe loves me more. It's a battle between her and you, Kim. I'm going to let them fight that out. But I know my mama's always on my side. I know she's always wants what's best for me. Um, and I know that anytime I fall, she'll be there to help lift me up. And I want to be able to carry that on with my children. I've been thinking a lot about Kaylee today, um, especially going into this surgery. And knowing that, um, knowing that she may never talk to me and if something were to go wrong and I'm not able to connect with her, I will obviously, my life will be somewhat of a failure, um, as a father. I mean... I believe I did the best I could with Trevor and I think he's a great young man and I loved him with my entire soul love him with my entire soul I just was hoping someday I would get the opportunity to be that father to Kaylee and you know I tried telling my ex-wife about my sickness and basically she just Told me to fuck off and that she was dealing with her own problems. She called me a liar even though I sent her off. Like I literally sent her my medical record saying here's what's going on and then she blocked me. So maybe she was ashamed that you know, I, I wasn't lying to her and that she wasn't, you know, that I'm not the same 19 year old asshole that she was married to but I'm actually this 40 plus year old man who has You know, through a lot of hard work and effort in his life, try to become a good human. And I would be a great influence on my daughter, I believe. I would cherish that relationship. And honestly, I would love to have like a civil relationship with my ex-wife because I believe that's what's best for my daughter. Because at the end of the day, it's never about you. It's about the children and it's about the kids And that should be the number one priority. And when it's not, it's sad. It really is. Um, You know, my my ex-wife and I, we've got our issues. We both have our side of the story. And I think we've both dug our heels in. But at least I'm willing to say, hey, I don't really care about that. Water under the bridge. I just want our daughter to have two parents who love her. Especially with... We're us both going through these health issues right now it seems to make the most sense to me that my daughter have two parents to support and love her in case one of us does go she's not left in this world alone now i know my ex-wife's in-laws and family and they my daughter would never be alone but nonetheless like your parents are your parents so you don't you don't really get to pick them. You might not always like them. But they're the ones who love you the most. I like to think that as much as I don't like Don. And I don't talk to him. I like to think that at the end of the day. When he's sitting at home by himself. Alone. That he does have a lot of love for me. And he knows that he fractured that relationship beyond repair. Um, but. I hope that he, you know, knows that he raised or he didn't raise at all. Oh, that's a lie. My mom raised me a hundred million percent. Um now her ex husband, on the other hand, he tried to destroy me. Sorry about the noise, y'all. I have to readjust. Um But my mom raised me and I hope he knows my dad knows that My mom raised a good man with a good heart and somebody who was smart enough to find a good woman and hold on to her, even though it took me um, a while, you know, and my mom is the best. She is my strength and like, you know, it wasn't always easy and we've had our ups and downs, but I love where we're at right now. Um, you know, her, her husband or ex-husband, he definitely tried to destroy me. I think once they started having their own kids, uh, I was, you know, I was a nuisance more than anything because I wasn't his blood. And, you know, once, uh, my half brother was born, he, uh, I don't know. I just, this is one of those things that I remember, feeling like there was a dynamic change quick and like obviously he was there he recognized me as his son um but he also made my life pretty fucking miserable uh through a lot of emotional and physical abuse and honestly I held that shit down before I came into treatment I wouldn't even talk about it because it was pointless what was it gonna do It wasn't going to help me. It had nothing to do with my eating disorder. (laughs) Boy, was that bullshit. Um, Thankfully, I got some good therapists here who really wouldn't let me fuck around with it. They weren't letting me uh, not be honest with the situation. The situation was very simple. That abuse, that physical and emotional abuse over years and years and years, that's what... That's what started this ED. That's what made me cope, go to food for a coping skill. It was him destroying me day in, day out. And yeah, once in a while I got to be picked to be the favorite. And you're you're damn right I sucked those days up. Because every other day, especially when mom wasn't there, it was a goddamn nightmare. But I survived. I'm here. I'm recognizing that, that that fucked me up. I've worked done a lot of work in treatment. I continue to do more work in treatment. Um, but it just sucks that I wasn't strong enough to stand up for myself and honestly tell him to fuck off a lot sooner and, and honestly maybe save myself a lot of these issues I'm going dealing with right now. But I can't change the past. I just have to live in the future, and the future is treatment. Recognizing that the past doesn't have to be my future. Realizing that I have a mom that loves me. And I'm pretty sure I'm the favorite. But don't tell her other kids. And I have a wife that adores me and who loves me and who through all the frustration I cause her The second she knows I'm not feeling well, I'm hurting, I'm sick, you know, I'm down for a while, she's the first one to give me a hug, to hold me, to love me, to take care of me, and she doesn't complain about it, at least not to me. I'm sure she's got to be, like, grumbling in the background because, goddamn, I'm a pain in the ass. But she doesn't let me know any of that. She just loves me. And she's my favorite person to laugh with. And be silly with. And just, I like, our communication is so beautiful, y'all. Like, the way I'm able to communicate and be honest and open with my wife. And we can call each other out. Uh... I feel it's amazing to have that kind of relationship, and I hope that we honestly have been good at, you know, showing Trevor what a healthy relationship is, you know, no matter who he loves or wants to be with in this world, I hope he knows that I only want him to find somebody like I found in his mom that you can love and will love you back equally honestly probably even more than you're able to give out a lot of the days i don't know why i went on this rant y'all i'm feeling a lot of feelings today and so this is what we're getting obviously i feel um i do feel upset with not having uh a lot of things perfect um, don't know where we're going to go with the weight loss surgery, but that can be a priority right now. My priority has to be, you know, whatever I got going on right this second, which is surgery, PHP in Utah. And honestly, I think I'm going to leave it with that. Y'all uh, I just want to say that I love everyone who listens to this show, who takes the time to give me the time of day to vent. And get my feelings out there. It is. This has been such a blessing in my life. Having the balls. Not even the balls. Having the the nerve and the heart to stand up here and go, okay. I can do this. And you guys just keep telling me, yep, you can. And you support the show. You send me kind messages. You send me letters. Send me emails. I've gotten calls like. Like. That's all I ever wanted to do was hope that I could, this could like maybe get someone else to understand that we don't have to hold this shit in. Maybe, you know, this way isn't the best way for you. All public and stuff for me though, it is the very best way. And I'm super excited to get to do that. So, all right, y'all till next time. I love you. Have a great day. And I will... Talk to you soon with the next update.